Everybody scoots here. This is another episode of our um, series Unboxing Magic, I guess it's called. Uh, and I've been trying to pick up magic sets. Uh, now, I won't be doing any magic. I don't know. Like, uh, that's what's interesting. I, I, uh, if if there's ever a time, like, where, yeah, I'm not going to do any magic. I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure that part out. But uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I could figure something out for it. So... Um, but this is about unboxing magic. So I got another magic set. This one is an open box, but the box is sealed. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what's actually in there. And it's a really big box. So I'm going to grab it and we'll start going and see what's in there. Oh boy, is it heavy. And the reason I'm excited, this isn't the same one I got as a kid that started out my interest in trying to find used magic sets. Uh, but it is one of these kits, and I know maybe magicians, and we won't know what quality the stuff is uh, to until uh, we unbox it. But uh, this one's called uh, Fantasy. Uh, I'm changing the names around, but uh, Fantasy Magic. It has 300 plus tricks plus a down instructable video, instructional video download. Okay, so at least it was made in the last 10 years. I'm guessing. Amazing magic, easy to do. You can impress. It comes with a performance table, and uh, you can make stuff appear in it. It's officially endorsed by the uh, International Brotherhood of Magicians, so that might be good. It's age seven plus, and it is big, uh, like a, the size of like a large Lego kit, like a large one. So you're talking maybe. Um, I don't even know my forearm. It's longer than my, from my elbow to the tip of my finger. And then it's about my forearm wide and my entire hand thick. If you want, you know, to get to the specific and it doesn't have, it just has what kind of comes in there. Uh, it comes with a poster legends and magic, but yeah, let's, let me open it. And then we'll go from there. Of course, I don't have any, <laughs> I didn't plan this out. I mean, I, yeah. So give me a second. Okay, so it took a lot of work to get it in here just because, uh, like, I've been working a climbing closet, and this is a pretty big set. Uh, and it does have some of the trappings of a slightly used magic kit. There's even fingerprints I'm just <laughs> seeing on uh, a couple things that are shiny. And I'm not sure everything is here, but, uh, you know, that's kind of thing. The magic uh, of a magic set is that, uh, of a used magic set, there is magic in that old used magic set, set Scoots found. For when he placed it in his lap, he began to meander around. So let's go over what could be missing first. Uh, um, there's a couple things that do look like they're missing. Oh, wait, so this is where the rings go. And maybe that goes there. So maybe nothing is missing. So I'm looking at it from a top view. Uh, it's arranged, you know, for packaging and shipping. On the top right is a deck of cards. Then there's some sort of clear plastic tube with fake money in there. Then there's a purple cup. Uh, it looks like an upside down. Um, oh, there's it's there's things there's another cup nested inside it. Uh, looks like an upside down. It looks like a little bit like a what do you call that? A pot you'd put a plant in. There's some red rope. And it actually looks like high-quality rope uh, um, for magic. I mean, because I've seen a lot of magic sets. 
then there's a magic wand that's loose in there that's long and thin, about the thickness of a pencil, but uh, twice or three times as long. Then there's also two other magic wands with the red tassels attached to them. There's one, two, three and a half red balls. So hopefully, and I remember this from the other magics that I had, was that uh, that also happened when I bought the other one as a kid that I didn't have all, <laughs> I didn't have all my red balls, uh, my red hollow balls uh, that uh, I just didn't. Uh, you know, I don't have all my marbles either, but uh, so I don't know if that'll impact my ability to impress the audience. Uh, because that was like one of the things I was like, oh, one day, you know, I'll be able to make balls disappear. And I said, yeah, well, out of anyway, there's a crushed plastic cup that looks like a standard solo cup, but it's got a bunch of, um, it's got maybe these are fake, uh, what are those things called? Handkerchiefs. They're not very good quality compared to the rope. Uh, red, green, and blue. They look like they're flag material, but low quality. I mean, but maybe they're not uh, handkerchiefs. Then there's a, oh, interesting. This is something for something for some kind of magic. Uh, there's a red circle, and on one side it's flat. On the other side there's like pie pieces, and at least one of them opens up. Uh, oh, maybe like a, where I could hide money in there? A quarter? It looks like there's a cutout for something about the size of a quarter, like a trap door. Then we have uh, three silver cups. Uh, they, again, look like you could put little plants in them. Imagine that. You say, what, what kind of shop did Scoots end up opening? Oh, he sells uh, flowering magic sets. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's a bespoke, you know, one of his bespoke things. It won't last, but, uh, yeah, he sells, he puts, he plants things in magic sets. Uh, like, well, <laughs> red bu- Red ball, half balls, uh, half spheres uh, full with, uh, you know, air plants or whatever. Or silver cups, uh, he makes them into mini pots. I wouldn't do that because that would take too much research. But, but yeah, there's three silver cups. Uh, then there's a uh, a, um, a thumb, you know, extra a thumb add. If you want your thumb to be long, if you've ever fantasized about having a longer thumb, uh, your, your days dreaming are over. It's here. Then there's a, something that says it's the money machine and there's a hundred dollar who, Oh, let's look at the money. I think I definitely had some of these. This is might be standard stuff. And then we have a hundred dollar bill with a Houdini on it. Phantasm, fantastic magic or whatever. Their website, not legal tender. And we have another, a uh, bill that's like looks like something happened to it, and then the fake bills. So I don't know how that works. Uh, then we have three metal rings uh, that are in like a they're kind of interlaced. You can barely hear them. I apologize, but uh, that's magic audio. You'll hear a tiny bit of uh, clinking. Oh no, you know what? I'm sorry. There's four rings. There's one in the bottom. Uh, then we have. Uh, let's see. I'm going to skip to the bottom right. Bottom right is, uh, huh, interesting. Oh boy, there's a mirror. Like, there's a, a flat piece of mirror and a cup. I don't know. I just felt something when I picked this up. I mean, like, emotionally. So I don't know. I may be having some sort of magic, 
magic flashback, man. There was a, a, a clear cup inside a cup that uh, has uh, some sort of ridges on it and a red thing. And then there's a mirror inside, which probably is part of the illusion. Oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, then there's a small paddle. It uh, looks a bit like a religious artifact. It's red. It has a cross at the top. It also circles. And then three small poofy balls like that I would put at the top. Like if I was um, if I was dealing with a CL, like a, a, if I was making, if I had a baby and I was making it a Halloween outfit where it was going to be a CLOWN, these balls are the kind of poofy balls I would make for fake buttons. Or if I was making a uh, hatch for uh, like El- like Elven buddies, uh, that's what I would use. Then there's a couple of black boxes. The first black box is 100% empty. Oh no, there's a penny in there, a real penny, I think. I don't know if it's a magic penny. When a hate penny will do. Uh, I don't know if this is for the cards or for something else, but it's just a box that closes and opens. Then there's another box. Oh, that's a little bit deeper, and uh, probably for some, you know, has some magic properties. Oh, it's like a drawer. It has a drawer in it uh, that opens and closes. And that's it in here. Oh, here's another fake quarter. There's a fake quarter. I bet you that goes with that uh, other thing. A lot of instructions here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the box, I'm going to take the box out of the studio. If I have to go, go get it again, I, I will, just because it, otherwise it's going to make a big mess. And I'm, like, I'll tell you what, as soon as I hit pause, I'm, I'm a lot of the stuff. Oh, wait, you're right. Let's look at the um, cards first. Okay, so no offense to Magic Kit, but um, the cards are, they are plastic. They do have a plastic coating, but you can tell that they're not exactly the highest quality. Um. And but let's take a look and see. There's one blank card, and it's one of these decks. I think that's like fifty-fifty. Oh, it has different things for different. It has a Joker. It has a two and a half of hearts. It has one. So it is like half like some cards, and then half of a repetitive card, which is kind of standard. I've seen in a lot of these decks, and maybe it's maybe they're kind of cutting away. My daughter figured out how to do it. I've not been able to do it where you can kind of. They're different, like if you mix them all together, you can kind of shuffle them one way or the other. But that's a bit beyond my pay grade. Well, because I have no pay grade. But I'm going to put those back in here. And I'm going to look at the instructions. And don't worry, I have plenty of other magic, uh, and we'll talk about it. But let's see what the, I like to like not reveal how the tricks are done, but what the tricks you could expect, what the illusion, you know, not like uh, where the, you know what I mean. Okay, so we have the fantastic magic uh, instruction manual. There's also downloads. Now, I guess I'll talk about this now. I mean, this isn't like, I don't, I feel like this is uh, somewhere between big magic and indie magic. And I don't know, like, again, I don't have no idea what I'm talking about. So I haven't done any research but from getting these magic sets over the past couple months. And when you're hearing this, it'll be over a span of years uh, between probably 2021 and 2023. Uh, I did notice, like, at some point with the Internet, and, and some of the stuff is, like, pre, 
Google even, like the eras when Yahoo and other search engines kind of dominated or even those kind of stores, online stores, that there it was a big and probably still is a big indie magic community where you could just buy one specific magic uh, uh, thing. But this one is kind of uh, professionally made, but it's it doesn't seem like it's made by some giant corporation. So somewhere in between. Now the the um, so it looks like and, and uh, another thing I like about this. Uh, now I haven't found any handwritten notes really in any of this magic stuff, but like uh, it just reminds me of things that are never completely filed through on, and that's probably good. That's why. A large number of people that perform magic tend to be very good at it or perform illusions because just like anything else, like making a boring podcast, believe it or not, takes a lot of work and dedication and repetition to get it down. And you have to find the thing that you're going to get through. Because so this one, the um, instruction manual, it, I mean, it looks, it seems like somebody might have been carrying it around in their back pocket, but it's not super well-worn, but it was either carried around for a little while or improperly stored. But it does look like somebody looked through it a little bit. And, uh, oh, there's 180. This is where I want to start. Uh, uh, but let's see how many. This is like, uh, they're all pretty short instructions. I'm just trying to see how many. Oh, it didn't say 300 magic tricks. Uh, yeah, so it does have 301, though. But this first one I just noticed, this is number, oh, this is billiard balls, but it's not. It's the red ones. Oh, so it was on a videotape or DVD. Oh, so a lot of these you got to look up and watch on the thing. Amazing multiplying billiard balls. Uh, You must have been astonished by Buckingham producing all those billiard balls on your videotape. Uh, And they'll explain how to do it on... uh, and, 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 you know, so you can do it. Um, but it's basically how you can start with one. It's amazing, you know, this kind of stuff. So you start with one ball. And I mean, the amazing the amount of work. So you would start with the person would be, you'd see one ball between their index finger and their thumb. And then another ball by magic would appear between their index finger and their middle finger. And then they could make another one appear uh, between their middle finger and the ring finger. And then they can make yet another one appear uh, between their, uh, what is that, pinky and their uh, ring finger. So that's pretty impressive. What else we got on this page? Flying coin. Uh, You make a neat little routine, vanishing a coin. And then you say, it's now invisible. To get it back, I need a coin trap. Uh, and you make one using a coaster and a glass. Uh, and uh, then you can produce your coin right under the uh, glass and finish by saying, I don't like to have too much invisible money because the shops won't take it. That's what I like. Number, this one is uh, your setup. Uh, oh, is this for 180? Huh. Start with one solid ball in your left-hand pocket. Maybe this is in my... But, uh, yeah, let's see. Incredible coin coaster. Have a look at your coin coaster and turn it upside down. You'll see a flap uh, that we saw. Okay, that one's uh, the cost of travel. Oh, here's the penny. Put a one-cent coin in an envelope and seal it. 
on the envelope write arrival station, borrow a dollar, put it into your tube, put it in my tube, man, wrap the tube up, uh, and uh, have the ball travel to the arrival station. The, the bill will have vanished from the tube. And then you open the envelope and show the penny. Did I mention the cost of the ticket was 99 cents? Uh, oh, okay. So I guess I gave away. I didn't give away how it's done. But uh, so you make you turn a dollar into a penny. That's cool. Silk, uh, silkworm. Oh, the, so I guess these are progressive tricks. So let me start a little further along. Oh, and this is uh, Roger is the CWO, the chief wizard officer of this company. So that's cool. Okay, so it starts with the illusion box. That's what you can make out of the lid. I don't know. I guess it, like by the time you hear this, maybe I'll do this. This could be good for live shows if I um, did magic, but it was in the production, like it was in the uh, style of the podcast uh, where there was never a ma- Like it's like, oh, I just went to a magic show. Oh, how many tricks did they perform? Um Zero. Like he started to perform one and then talked about delivering newspapers as a child and getting a perm and it was over. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the amazing illusion box, that's kind of how to put it together. There's uh, secret things in there and you can make a bunny appear or usually a stuffed animal, they say. Okay, this one is called That's All, Folks. Uh, as you finish each of your tricks uh, during a show, put your props into a box. Uh, a tidy magician is a good magician. If you say this every time, it'll become like a catchphrase, and you may even find your audience joining in. At the end of the show, you close the door of your box, snap your fingers, and uh, all the props will have vanished. And you can even use a paper plate, and, and the paper they'll be on the paper plate, but they'll have vanished. Uh, which is even more baffling. Switcheroo. Your uh, your illusion box can also be used uh, to, like to magically change one object to another. You can apparently make knots magically appear in a handkerchief, for example, and uh, yeah, make you know do other things. You can also reverse it. Uh, you could take knots out of something. And you could even tell a story while you do it. Change a toy frog into a prince, uh, if you like. Time to switch. Here's another switching idea. Two two pieces of string. uh, And uh, they're different lengths. You make one appear in the box uh, or or cut it. Uh, You could do different... Oh, so this is a lot of different tricks you could do with this. Uh, Long piece of string to four pieces of short string. You could, uh, later on in this amazing box of magic, you'll learn how to make a friend pick the five of hearts from an ordinary deck. You can also use your box for this. Uh, you could, uh, write, uh, you know, a prediction. Uh, you're going to pick the five of hearts, uh, and put it in a box, uh, make it appear. So then the, you know, I've seen that kind of, that's like a kind of thing with a truck driving by or whatever with, uh, David Blaine. Uh, then you could, uh, also, uh, what else? Stinky socks, uh, two pairs of socks, uh, dirty and clean. And, 
you could switch them around uh, for your friend for amusement uh make them appear super soda and uh make one take one can of soda pour it in a glass uh I don't understand that one. Uh, bananas, uh, refill a banana. Oh, so it's like somehow you're refilling it with magic. I don't understand how the illusion works, so. Uh, and then, okay, so this is a magic wand, and now we're getting into. So uh, you can use the wand to point at objects, uh, wave the wand, and you could, you know, watch the uh, uh, video where you learn how to pluck money from midair. But you could also uh, make a wa- like a wand wobble like it's made of rubber. My wobbly magic wand. You could make the wand appear. Uh, produce a wand. You just take a, like a small box, like a card card case, uh, and you can make it come out of the box. And uh, um, somehow. You'd also make the wand cling to your hand, and uh, you could make it uh, professionally cling to your hand. So that's cool. Like, uh, so you really up the trick. Uh, rolling wand. Uh, you can make it magically roll across the table, like uh, you you have magnetic powers or power of mind force. Uh, wow, that's cool. Numbered wand, uh, you could discover a number that is being thought of, uh, and you tap, you need a clock, you tap on the number. I don't understand that one, but you know, that's me. My, you can lift it out of a bottle. You can, uh, somehow hold the wand and, uh, put a ring on it and, uh, and make the ring, uh, Move up and down the wand. You can uh, use it for different things. You can produce your wand from anywhere. Okay, then they have a purple mystery box. Uh, oh, I think mine is black, but uh, you can uh, put an object inside and make it disappear. That's always cool, man. I don't know how they do that, uh, even though I have the magic kit. Um, backwards mystery box, uh, finish, great finish for your show. Get really get the audience at the end of the show, fill your box with candy and show them your empty box. Uh, then make a magical gesture to open the box and show the appearance of the candy and share it with the audience. So maybe this is a different box than the one we're seeing. Uh, and you can always use more than one of your props together to create even more magic. Uh, and uh, it could reappear. By using duplicates of your cards, you can make two cards uh, appear in special boxes uh, to make your card reappear or appear even more spectacular. You'll need two identical cards. Uh, you can make a magical message appear, boxy production and prediction. You take a stage effect further by making a real bo- object appear, be produced from the box, like a watch or a hanky. Show the empty box and then make something appear for real there. You could also use it for covert information to have a message for something you couldn't even know and show them that you're like a half mind reader, half spy. So, uh, yeah, somehow you put that. And then there's the amazing money paddle. 
this is a simple piece of sleight of hand. So you have a paddle, and you you move it around. You can show both sides that there's nothing in there, and uh, you can really create. A, you can make a coin appear. You can multiply coins. Uh, you can make real money. Uh, you can make money vanish. You could also have a coin, uh, produced, uh, and, and a rebound, like a rebounding coin. You could make unlimited money appear. You could change money. You could do a full changing routine. Okay. Then we have the magic coin base. I was looking at that earlier. It's another apparatus that is more than it first appears to be. So it's like a three-piece thing. You place a coin. Place a coin. I'm going to try to take the coin without you seeing me, and uh, you could just make the coin disappear. You could also duplicate the coin. Uh, you can make it go from your mystery box there to the thing. You could also switch coins. Uh, you could use the mystery box in this thing for uh, candy. Change heads or tails. You could use your paddle with this. Then there's something called cups and balls. Uh, and I said, I thought that was like sport, a sporting analogy. But uh, before your show, uh, you, you have these cups. Oh, and the sponge balls. Those are the ones I was like, oh, I put them on a clown, baby clown outfit. And you can make, I don't know, you make like the, the sponge balls appear and disappear and move from cup to cup. That's always cool. Oh, they could appear like on the top. You can make them multiply. You could even have the audience, you know, to help with that. Okay, then there's something called the French drop, which I guess is a big magic thing. You can make the wand uh, go through the cup, uh, which is interesting. Or go deeper than you thought possible. Super depth illusion. Crazy depth illusion. Vanishing milk. Uh, so this comes with a... Oh, maybe I had this one. Uh, where you can make an entire glass of milk vanish. So that was uh, like one of the things. So then you can do vanishing milk and cookie. Chocolate milk. Suspending milk. Uh, hanky from milk. And you have a special card box. That was the one I was looking at. Uh, and, oh, you can even use magic. I didn't see a way to use that for magic, but apparently there is a way to use that for vanishing cards, confusing cards, restoring cards, writing from uh, the other world, uh, cards leaping or getting away, AT make it, you know, make money appear. Wow, photos. Silly photos. I guess this is older because it says you could, you could search for jobs from the newspaper and forcing a card. So then we get into the card tricks. So, yeah, a lot in here. But, um, yeah, we'll stop here. And then I got more indie tricks we'll go through uh, here in a second. Everybody scoots back here with some more magic. Now, this is so we're going to get into some indie magic uh, right now. So, uh, fun stuff. I'm going to reach down. I'm going to tell you what I found, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Okay, so these are all uh, things you could probably get on the Internet. Uh, 
and uh, uh, some of them are still wrapped. This one is called the uh, uh, Pantum, a uh, bit pronounced with an F, Rising Card. And an image of a deck of cards magically appears on a picture of an empty glass tumbler. Then a freely selected card rises out of the picture of the card deck. And you could use any deck of cards. It comes with the apparatus and instructions. This is a novel rising card effect. Uh, you display an ordinary deck of cards, which can be examined and shuffled. The card can freely be selected for the deck and may be signed if you wish. The performer now explains that the normal rising card routine involves placing the deck in a glass tumbler and commanding the card to rise. But with all the broken tumblers in your bag of props, uh, modified the trick. The performer now displays a large card with a piece of glass with a picture of a glass tumbler. Stating he now uses a tumbler, which is easier to pack uh, and guaranteed not to break. A deck of cards is placed uh, on a large card depicting the tumbler, and the performer attempts to capture the image of the deck in the tumbler. The deck is tipped off the card, and there is now an image of the cards inside the tumbler. Now you name your card and command it to rise from the deck. And also, as a spectator does, the card rises from the picture of the deck and the tumbler. And as it rises, it can clearly be seen to be the selected card, complete with the signature. The card can be pulled out of the deck and can be given for examination. So, cool. Uh, sounds fun. That one sounds like magic. This one sounds up my alley. I'll probably because you can use a regular deck, I guess. Okay, this one is a trademark or copyright from 1974. One, two, three, change. Uh, from, uh, it comes from Virginia. Uh, magic by mail, way back then. Oh, and it looks like it has more than one a trick in here. Uh, there's also another one called Interference. Uh, and here, interference, the performer shows two cards, one which folds lengthways and the other folds sideways. After the cards are folded, it is seen that each of the cards has a small round hole going through them. The long folded card is placed inside the sideways folded card and the holes are lined. The cigarette or pencil is inserted into the hole, thus securing the cards together. Suddenly, the long card is pulled back and forth, uh, penetrating the cigarettes. The cigarette is removed, and the cards are shown to be intact. Cool. I mean, that's two tricks I probably could do. Uh, and then this one is the one, two, three, change. Oh, there's two two tricks actually here. So let's do one, two, three, change first. Okay, one, two, three, change. Three cards are shown face up, and the audience is asked to remember the middle one. The cards are turned face down, and the middle one is removed. The remaining cards are turned over to show the middle one has been removed. The middle card is named and turned over to reveal it is now completely changed. Cool. So that one, uh, one, two, three, change. That's a pretty simple trick. And this last one is called Two Card Monty. 
two card Monty. Each uh, two different cards are shown to to someone. Uh, one is face up, the other face down. Both cards are shown front and back. Uh, one card is placed behind the performer's back. Quicker than the blink of an eye, the two cards change places. And uh, you don't even have to do this. can be repeated over and over again. Cool. Two, so one card face up, one card face down. You show them front and back. Uh, then you place one behind your back, and then the cards somehow change places. Very exciting. This next one is uh, has effects on it. it uh, it's called Andrus Floating Card. And it shows someone that looks like a higher power from another universe against a spiraling background holding two cards. Uh, and one seems to be floating. And it has the two cards. Also has other things you can buy. Uh, Zone Zero. A Jerry's classic effect, uh, vanish items behind, by, like, into a hole in the center of the board, a Gemini ring, ring and string magic, and the Ellis ring principle, precision machined ring, easy handling, can flip to, they don't have any prices, card control, uh, two volume set contains different card things. You won't find false cuts, shuffles, etc. Only slights uh, that will give you new horizons. The miracle, Jerry's routine where he produces four silver, silver dollars from two cards uh, and then smaller and smaller torn pieces. The Gordon Diary. Card is selected from a borrowed shuffle deck, uh, names any date, looks up, and the uh, card is in the performer's pocket diary. The selected card is printed on their date. Okay, Andrus floating card. A king and queen are removed from a deck of cards and freely shown. The queen is laid on top of the king and begins to levitate. The king is lifted and waved beneath the floating queen. Finally, the queen floats down to the king, and both cards are freely shown. So you can make a card float. One thing I'm learning with I'll have to label these is like red deck or blue decks, because some are red decked cards and some are blue decked cards. Okay, this one this one originally cost $7.99 at a magic store. Repeat me, it's called. Ten cards are mixed, fa- displayed mixed face down. Five are given to the performer and the spectator. Okay, so two, ten cards are displayed face down. Five are given to the performer, five to the spectator. Uh, the packets are placed behind their backs, and one card is selected and placed on the table face down. Okay, so each put them behind their backs, and one, play, one card is selected. Face down cards are exchanged and placed in opposite packets face up uh, from behind the back. Uh, the remaining face downs are revealing. I don't understand this one. So, yeah, I don't know. I get, this one's like a dyslexia one. Packets are both tabled and spread to reveal the same identical card face up. The remaining face down cards are turned face up, revealing identical value and suit of every card of a totally different card. Let me see. So it comes with cards, red deck. So these are a lot of these are red deck cards. Uh, so I guess it's like something about the cards as a trick. I don't know. 
If you get if you have this much magic, you gotta be pretty organized. Okay, we got another bag full of tricks. I'm gonna hold on though. So I also have envelopes that people uh, bought, like ordered them in. I wonder if it's the same person. This one is like what I was talking about. Uh, okay, so these were, so this is good. We're investigating. I'm not going to reveal anybody's names, but uh, some of these were bought um, and sent from different places. This one was uh, 2001, August 20th is when it was shipped. Uh, from one magic place. Uh, this one is from another magic place from 2001, November 2nd. And this last one, 2002, July. And the person was in the same place, uh, but three different companies and then one unlabeled. So this first one just has a bunch of rubber bands and then and, you know, the rubber bands are 20 years old, so they didn't. They say, Dear Buyer, I'm no longer including the linked gimmick bands. People were getting upset and asked to have their money back because they would break. Okay. What they failed to realize was the, the link bands were homemade and eventually, throughout time and constant use, they will break. I've taken out the responsibility and blame for them in this matter by not including the link bands and ask that you make the gimmicks yourself. Break the band in half, a super glue back together. Unfortunately, on this one, it doesn't include the instructions. It's just an envelope with a bunch of old rubber bands. Okay, this next one is called The Amazing Floating Glass. And the effect is the magician picks up a frosted glass and a bottle of wine or champagne, but pours the liquid from the bottle into the glass. Uh, and as the magician is a d lets go, the glass remains there floating as it's being filled. Then the magician takes the glass, finishes pouring, puts the bottle down, and drinks from the glass. And uh, this, I think, is a design your own because there's nothing, no, nothing in here. I don't know, the bag that is, the stuff came in is pretty full, though. Okay, this is one over called Over and Over. And uh, you show cards appearing from nowhere over and over again. Some of these are just too, like, I just don't know anything about magic, you know. Okay, this one looks funny. Uh, controlled Thoughts, uh... You have your spectator pick your thoughts. You prove to your spe spectator that you did, in fact, control their thoughts. And you have a small envelope containing four collector cards. Show it with the flap side up and the top three cards sticking out. And don't let the spectator see the fourth card. Oh, this is the performance. Oh, this one's pretty funny because it has... So, uh, I like this one. It says you're thinking of the troll card... And it has a troll card with a, like one of those trolls from the movies before they were movies when they were just toys. Uh, Connie Francis American Bandstand card. And a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, card. I don't know how it works, though. Okay, we got one more pretty packed envelope here. So I think this has a lot of just tricks, instructions on paper. Okay, this one's three-card money, which we did before. 
Then another one, two-card money, but none of the cards are in this envelope, but that's fine because we have so many tricks. Uh, and then some uh, invisible thread. That could be handy one day. Okay, we got another bag here. Uh, there's one for uh, conjuring, uh, uh, the busker conjurer. And then there's a bunch of other stuff in here, little tricks. Uh, Two dollar Monty or dollar Monty. And again, this comes with the cards, uh, the equipment. Uh, I want to know the. I don't want to know the gimmick, though. I want to know the um, performance. Here we go. I'm going to show you how I lost money playing three-card money in New York. You've heard of the game, haven't you? Many versions, but they all involve money and cards. Uh, take out some cards. Hold the money with your right hand while your left hand pivots the cards down. I don't know. You might, like, uh, show something. And there's one four-card money, four, four, four. Four cards alike, three different, three, oh, no. Five different, you're going to turn over the cards uh, face down. Okay, I don't want to reveal those ones. And then I got another one here. A lot of money, you know. This one's just called Card Trick. It's from Austria. From Vienna Magic, uh. Four kings are transformed into four point cards, which may be examined by the audience. Uh, and that one does look pretty cool. Like, it's a sleight of hand one. Okay, this one's called Wild Thing. Double climax wild card effect with blank cards from 1989. And actually has 8-bit, uh, uh, like a Zilla of Gods, uh, when back when 8-bit, like this was printed like with print shop or something. Okay, this has also bicycle style cards, red deck. Okay, set up uh, performance. Uh, oh, you got to do some stuff that I can't do, force decks and stuff. Uh, so that's beyond my means right now. Magic, I don't perform it. I just use it to, or I just open magic tricks. Okay, this one's called The Touch, uh, typewritten. A secret, I don't see the, uh, oh, the effect. Uh, nine face-down cards are shown and cut. The spectator removes one card, places it face-down to the side. You divide the remaining piles into two piles, the remaining cards into two piles of four. By touching the backs of the card, you find the pair that matches. Not only does the pair match, it matches the card removed by the spectator. Okay, I don't understand that one. And then this is the busker. Uh, this is a lecture. So, huh, this is more of a storytelling. So I'll have to, it might have, uh, I'll check this out, but I, I can't read anything, you know, that uh, I can open stuff and kind of read instructions, but I want to read a story somebody wrote. Okay, this one is boomerang card change. Card is shown front and back, flipped into there, and changes into another card that be, can be shown front and back. Uh, but the card isn't in the thing, so maybe I'll find it in the bag. But probably you could do this uh, anyway. Okay, this one's a quarter in an envelope. Uh, pencil through the quarter trick. Uh, 
Show the quarter or half dollar on both sides. Hold the coin on both edges between the thumb and finger. And uh, face the audience. Push the pencil through the coin. And then show them that it's uh, still solid. And there's even uh, a way to fix it, I guess. Okay, fantastic. Presto. Six colors to one color. It's a stick with six colors on one side and one color on the other. Effect. The magician shows a rod with six different colors on both sides. Uh, the spectator is asked to choose a number from one to six. Uh, the performer then shows a color which responds to the uh, chosen number, flips over, and the entire thing is uh, the selected color. Oh, but I don't know how you do that to make them pick a color. So that one's beyond me. Anything forced dealing, I just not, uh, well, this one's interesting. has a giant mirror and a couple other things in here. Uh, Domino. Congratulations. You've purchased one of the best and most clever pieces of close-up mentalism either. Domino divination. It's devastating on an audience and simple. Large flat domino shown. Unlike an or ordinary domino, this one you, you, it has dots. Uh, you explain that you made a prediction with hopefully it will come true. Oh, so they can, the spectator can move the dots. They're movable to form any one of the standard domino patterns. Then you hold a mirror next to the domino. See, there's my prediction in the mirror. This will get a laugh. Uh, this is a prelude to what's to follow. Now your actual prediction is revealed, and it's 100% correct every time. So, hmm, I don't know. And then this last one is some sort of ring on a string tricks, or maybe more than one trick is in there. Uh, the ring thing uh, is a very clever coin-on-card effect uh, that is certain to amaze your audience. Uh, English penny with a hole in it resting in his fingers. A silicon cord threaded through the hole. Two spectators make an overhand knot in the cord and tighten it, securing the coin in place. Once the coin is secured and the spectators hold the end of the cards, the hand holding the coin is covered with a hanky. The magician makes a magical gesture over the hanky. It's removed and the coin has vanished and there's a, a wedding band inside the knots. And that is the trick. This bag was 60 bucks, actually, that I just went through the final one. Six tricks for $60. Uh, so pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little more sleepy magic for you all. Uh, good night.